evening, listeners, and welcome to another game from Listen to These Nerds. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be the Game Master for this evening, and we're going to be playing another game of Spell. Because it's a rotating GM schedule, it's now my turn to give this a shot. So, joining me for tonight, starting on my left and going clockwise around the table. Uh, hello, my name is Harry, and I will be playing Abraham. Hi, I'm Joey. I'll be playing Morgan. Hi, I'm John. I'm going to be playing Estella. And I'm Yvette, and I'll be playing Ava. Okay, so, why don't we start things off? Back in the office, where you guys always are summoned for various bits of work, the only person that's there is Estella at this time. And, you know, life has been going as it usually does in the office, with you finding various foods located in the fridge and just trying to, you know, keep them to yourself. But you found another visitor recently, specifically Abraham's apprentice, who's been handcuffed to his desk. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not my problem. Okay. It's not on my desk. Yeah. Hey! You there! Wench! Yes, you! <laughs> so, Estella does the thing where she, like, leans, like, leans into the doorway, but pulls out her knife. So, never mind! Ugh. So he, And then she leans yeah, back out. He's been doing that every so often to try and get you to bring him food or water. Or yeah, to try to, like, get, um... Josh to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, anyhow, one by one, what were you guys doing before being summoned to the office? <sighs> I was probably getting groceries. Okay. I was at a museum. All right. I was picketing against the, uh, uh, they were trying to, they're trying to change, they, they do like a monthly rotation mm -hmm. and they're trying to like get rid of the dinosaur exhibit and oh. I'm like, and I've. I've attached myself to the uh, giant T-Rex skeleton. Oh, oh, okay. I was there covering it for the local news. I filmed you only from your bad angles. Oh, no. Just to make it more dramatic and tragic. Oh, okay. It was very tragic. All right. You gotta get that Pulitzer, baby. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so eventually, the protest ends, and once again, you're Stop! Able to... He can't defend himself! He's been dead for millions of years! <laughs> <laughs> So yes, the protest goes well, as usual, and oh, Sorry, I forgot, I have an I have, I have uh, American accent, uh, a New York accent. Really? Yeah. yeah. He can't protect himself! You're up, you bastards! <laughs> so eventually, after the protest ends and everybody's heading home, I imagine the two of you are gonna head out together talking about stuff? Well, wait, by end, do you mean that they acquiesce to my demands? Uh, no. they, uh, yeah, they, they, they basically put it off. You know they're gonna, you know... Bring the subject up again in a couple months, but for now the skeletons are safe. All right, I uh, I, I stroke my hand over the T Rex's uh, like lower like big toe. You'll live another day in my heart, my friend. All right, pulp, more pulp, <laughs> pulp, some pulp, more pulp. Mm. Truly, you are a devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, as your respected businesses are taken care of, you guys head out the various doors. You two through the exit of the museum, and you through the exit of the I'm supermarket. Not, I, I'm not associated with the museum. <laughs> no. I don't even see you. Okay. Well, I, I go off with my camera crew. Yeah. In a blaze of glory. All right. And the three of you wind up in the office. Oh, God damn it! Now we'll put the perishables in the fridge. Estella, don't touch this, any of this. It's mine. Abraham! We see each other played once more. Who are you? He slams his head, forehead onto your desk in exasperation. Why are you chained to my desk? What do you know about this? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we picked up your garbage for you. You left it out. What? I've been here for the last three days because of your compatriots. Wait, you... I knew this was your handiwork. Wait, you need, oh my like... god, what is this? Abraham keeping human beings captive? What is this? Sir, yes! Sir, are you... You look malnourished. You look tired. Yes! Has he yes. subjected you to all kinds of cruel and unusual punishments? I haven't been able to go to the bathroom in days! Dear god, that's horrible! Ava, weren't you, like, uh, here when we did this? She wasn't. Oh. Oh, shit. What? Are you are you accusing me of colluding with this criminal behavior? What do you mean you did this? What? You, yeah, we picked it. Look, we went into map world or whatever, oh. and we picked this guy up because he was causing problems. You abducted like, me! Yeah, well, and... He, he abducted you? Tell me more. I had nothing to do with this. I resent those accusations. 
Now, in the meantime, I'm going to take care of this soul steel. <laughs> <laughs> you set Estelle. He set his groceries down. Not <laughs> <laughs> on the fridge. The free game. <laughs> All right. So that's a six. Okay. So Abraham goes wait, wait, over. Wait, wait, wait. You. Oh yeah. No. Sorry, you yeah. Roll yeah. That. So he just goes over, grabs like a jar out of one of his things, and with like one fluid hand motion. Rips a sort of ethereal spirit out of his body and then shoves it into the jar. Why are you? And yeah, his soul is immediately sucked out of him, and you put in the jar, screw it tight. Hey, look at that, Steve! Now you have a friend. <laughs> so is his dead body just like slumped on the ground? No, he's not dead. He's more in a very light coma or deep nap, however you want to view it. His eyes are still open, and a bit of drool is now trickling down from the corner. Look, look, if you gotta leave garbage lying around, at least put it away. So well, you put it away. I can't go back there. Yeah, just put it in the fridge. I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> Hold on, I have a, a, an idea. Are you discussing this unfortunate young man or these uh, oranges? Okay, so what? You don't 18. like pulp? Eighteen. Oh my god. Eighteen what a, for what? What a roll. Eighteen tiles. Oh, for a new spell? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll do the timer. And we haven't even gotten to the adventure yet. Wow. My god. It's like having to deal with a human captain. It's a problem. Mm. What's that red dot? It's just a random red dot. Yeah, it's the Travel Scrabble edition, so... It's Junior, actually. Junior, thank you. Scrabble. What do you use the red dots for? I have mm. no idea. God. The makers of the board game. Children like random dots, don't they? Okay, so flip them over. What do you got? J N L E E T L N T E H U R P T A and another E. Okay. Oh, wow. You're not lacking for vowels. All right. So timer starts now. Wow, does this make it more interesting? Like the spelling problem. <laughs> it just it keeps it moving a bit. <clears throat> You could do you could do, do real. I have an eye? You no. could do real. No. You could do teeth. You could do jet. Uh, you can't do return. What are, you, what are you trying to do though? Get this thing. Get him out of here. No, I, I can do return. Do you have another R? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, that's why you can't do return. Uh, you could do tent. Okay. You do store? No. No. You do repent. Like you could make Abraham repent of his actions. Forgive <laughs> him. No, it isn't an N. <clears throat> yeah, it does. You got two N's. Oh. No, oh, he's got a P. What about shit. replace? Can you replace that? No, mm. What about tunnel? You can make a tunnel? <laughs> Repeal? Repent. Repent. <laughs> Ooh. Um, how much time do I still have left? Uh, 30 seconds. Okay, let me see. Nut. You can do nut. <laughs> <laughs> Just nut. <laughs> <laughs> um, mental. Halt? You can do halt. Um,. Fifteen seconds. Call. You could do twelve, eleven, ten. I think I'm just gonna go with pent. Repent on whom? On the body. Okay. What? Um, On the body. Okay. Body. Okay. I filled with absolute goodness. Okay. And now, now it's a now it's a helpful servant for the. (laughs) So you turned into a zombie. Okay, so... It's doing community service here. Yeah. So, um, the body, it immediately, suddenly it begins to shudder just a little bit as light begins streaming out of every orifice possible. And then, um, after the light subsides, it then closes its mouth, straightens up, and looks towards you, and holds its manacled hands out as if asking to be set free. I, yeah, sure, I'll set it free. Okay, it, as soon as it's set free, it then stands up, and looks at you as if waiting for something to do. Wait, did you? Is that a zombie? No, no. Uh, he he's doing community. His body's doing community service. I mean, how how much? How long community service is it for ripping souls out of people? Um, complete banishment from the realm, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. So now. So what you're us. saying is we got an intern. Yeah. I'm gonna name you Steve. We already have a Steve, and he pulls out one of the jars in his bag. Oh, um, then I'm gonna name you... Mm-hmm. Billy. No, no, no. God, Go to What are you, like, from the 12th century? He, like, flirt, like, gestures to his wizard robe? Oh, yes. FYI, I'm taking Repent as a permanent spell. <laughs> you do that! Um, so, um... Alright, so I guess we'll argue and eventually come... As, it, as you're doing this, the... Bu- 
Yeah, uh, the reanimated, or the repenting body that formerly belonged to Abraham's apprentice then goes into the break room. And as you watch, it then takes out the coffee pot and begins, it puts it under the machine and just begins to refill it. You, when you're done there, put my groceries in the fridge and put a note on it saying that Estelle is not allowed to touch them. It makes no motion that it acknowledges you. It just stares at the coffee pot as it slowly drips. Wow, it remembers you. <laughs> I can't believe this. A golem with a conscience. What horrors have we unleashed? Uh, well, I mean, At like, this... if, if you think about it, repent probably makes it do the most good thing, and listening to you is probably the, is probably the least good thing you could probably do. At so. this, Josh's office door opens. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, could you uh, come in here when you got a sec? We got a new job. It's uh, it's kind of a yeah. It's it's kind of weird this time. All right, I run up. Hey, Josh, we got your present. Okay. Um, it's not my birthday, but well, it is now. So uh, next time uh, you go in the break room, uh, maybe uh, you take a look in there. You see a little thing we left you, buddy. It's a zombie. <laughs> it's not a zombie. It's technically alive. The fact that you have to say it's not a zombie has me greatly concerned. It's fine. He'll help her out around the office. And as, like, Abe's saying this while putting his groceries in the fridge. Yeah, Josh is, heads into the break room, looks at the body for a moment. I, like, then... grab him, and with his head, like, listlessly falling to the side, drool coming out of it. Hey, can we keep him? Uh, He's so cute. Look at these cheeks. I throw, like, pulling out his cheeks. <laughs> so... I'll talk about this with you guys after the job, but for now... You don't have to pay him. Okay, well, that changes things. <laughs> so, um, good job, everybody. Thank you for the present. This is very nice of you. So, let's let him do his hard work, and I'll talk to you about what we need to do today. Hmm. So, By the way, uh, one of Abraham's grocery bags is slightly lighter. He might be missing a current full of eggs. Nostella! Eggs? You're sucking eggs these days? I need those for crepes! <laughs> <laughs> so, Ethel <laughs> reaches for a knife. <laughs> oh, fine, keep the damn it. Have, have you been eating them raw or what? No, no, she, she's learned how to use the microwave to cook things. Oh. oh. Yeah. So, as you're. I'm just imagining her putting a whole egg in the microwave and it explodes and yeah. then she'll explode. <laughs> as, you, as you guys are talking about this, you suddenly hear a beep, then a and yeah, it looks as though the inside of the microwave is painted with something. <laughs> I've got to point out that Estella. Being a baker's art, knows how to cook things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm... That can trip us. Yeah, they don't have microwaves in feudal society. Yeah, but she figured out that it makes things hot. She also knows you don't just drop an egg into a fire to cook it. All right, all right. So, okay, then I'm going to say that the microwave beeps, you open it up, and yeah, there's a microwave egg in there. Some nice microwave scrambled eggs. Yeah, exactly. You got one of the Tupperware containers out of the uh, yeah. thing. Abraham takes like a note, like a post-it note, and just says, "Note: Get more eggs." And just leaves <laughs> it on the fridge. <laughs> All right. So back to the game. Um, you guys head into Josh's office, you with your egg, and uh, he sits down at his desk. Okay, so we got uh, well a situation going on in Circus World, actually. Is that the reason why Wiggles isn't here yet? Yes. Uh, one of his stipulations to working with us is that he would not be involved with any tasks related with Circus World. Oh man, maybe he like, committed like circus crimes. Like pop somebody's balloon? I believe that his history in that world is confidential. Now, maybe he was in like a like a four car ca yeah, five car accident. Keep speculating. I love it. <laughs> now, let's not speculate on the possible actions of our coworkers, <clears throat> but in regards to Circus World, apparently something's going on over there. We have received a message from one of the major heads of one of the countries of Circus World. Apparently, uh, technology has been seen in Circus World. That doesn't belong there. Like stuff from another world. Oh, shoot. Like, uh. <clears throat> guns? We're not sure. Apparently, um. They got it. They got guns in Circus World. They just don't probably shoot, like, boxing gloves. Yeah, well, then I mean real guns with bullets. Well, apparently these weren't gun bullets that they were firing. Apparently these were seen firing lasers. <laughs> Ooh, Space World stuff. That's what I'm guessing, but I have no guarantee. So, one interdimensional. Patch up. Yeah. Well, basically, your job is to go over there, uh, find out 
who has these guns and how they got them to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Ooh, black market arms dealers. They have knives, probably. Interdimensional black market arms dealers. Even better. So, um, you guys are headed to the Emporium of Wonders, which is based, uh, basically each circus is kind of its own country. Like, the... They have multiple circuses, but essentially they're all under the same name. Like, if this was, for example, Ringling Brothers would be considered a country in this world if it went by circus world rules. Mm-hmm. So, so, so each country is its own show. Yeah, pretty much. They have multiple locations, but they all have the same name, so to speak. Okay. So, that's where you'll be headed, and you'll be speaking with the ringmaster, Miss Susanna Averly. Hmm. She'll be waiting for you once you guys get there. Oh, crap. Now we have to fuck out of the skies, don't we? Um, yeah, as for that, uh, Wiggles kept a couple of Circus World costumes over here just in case the other employees ever had to go. So he uh, heads over to one of the back rooms and goes to a large dresser. Opening it up, he shows you a bunch of different Circus World costumes. So just about any sort of circus job, like acrobat, tightrope walker... Uh, well, well, Abe's already wearing his pajamas, so... Uh... I don't think that counts as a circus act. <laughs> Clown! He just narrows his eyes on you. <laughs> uh, is that racist? Janitor? Um, to be... Well, yeah. L- don't worry. There are no clown costumes in here. We're not going to be arrested based on clown face crimes, so don't worry. Alright, so... Ooh, uh, I think I will take this ringmaster costume. Hmm. All right. uh-huh. Are there any costumes that have, like, loose robes and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, let me... Oh, yeah, they have a fortune teller's costume. Ah, perfect. Racist caricature. Yep, still not a clown. <laughs> uh, Stella's gonna take the nice horse costume. Okay. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm, that works. <clears throat> and Morgan? Dinosaur tamer. <laughs> Is there like a lion tamer's outfit? Yeah, there's a there's a beastmaster's outfit. Mm-hmm. Beastmaster. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bear. Mm-hmm. I guess. Or an elephant. All right. So with costumes in hand, he then uh, opens up a portal to Surface World and lightning portal that you've seen several adventures ago. This one seems to be a large circle colored white and red, almost like a peppermint swirl, and you can hear circus music coming from the other side. Into the breach. Yeah, so... There are no doors in Circus World because everything's tense. (laughs) That's why we can't just open a door. (laughs) So... As you guys head through, you guys come out of a, yeah, it seems to be like a porta potty or an outhouse or something similar. The only type of buildings with doors in Circus World. <clears throat> so, uh... I like how this, and then there's a sign that, like, like the troubleshooters, like, uh, agency that, like, hangs above the door that we come out of. No, there isn't, because we come out of random places everywhere. Yeah, no, but I, I thought the idea was that wherever the door was that there would just be a sign that hangs off it. Yeah. So, as soon as you head through the door, the music, which you had heard dimly at first, now is in a full-on crescendo as all of the sights and sounds of the circus are made clear to you. Essentially, looking around, you see that this entire neighborhood is in full circus mode all the time, befitting circus world. So as you look around, you see uh, people walking along the streets dressed up in various uh, circus professions. Like, you see a couple of small acrobat kids cartwheeling their way along the street with their mother cartwheeling in front of them. As well as what looks like a horse-drawn carriage almost, but instead it's being pulled by a pair of tigers. As it stops off at a corner, you see the people inside the carriage paying the guy, so it's obviously some type of Circus World taxicab service. And yeah... Uh, there is also a pair of clowns nearby who seem to be arguing over the price of groceries or something. Yeah, there's a lot of slapstick involved, so they're just poking at each other, slapping each other, before eventually coming to a consensus. Oh, they're distracted. They steal their eggs. Mm. <laughs> they're ballooning! <laughs> oh, God damn it. Mm. So, uh, and then you see, among the many tents, one tent in particular that easily dwarfs all of the others and seems to be... Yeah, maybe several city blocks in diameter. So that looks like the place that you need to go. Mm. Mm. Let's get this over with. I feel ill. Mm-hmm. Unless we find mini donuts, I will kill a man yeah. for some mini donuts. There, 
Not exactly uh, the most subtle world we've ever been to. Mm -hmm. As you guys cross the street, you can all sorts of smells are in the air as well. Basically, the smell of roasting hot dogs, mustard, and vinegar that you can slather over like a box Ooh. of potato wedges and stuff. I'm gonna buy a hot no, yeah. corn dog. I'm mm. gonna buy two corn dogs. <laughs> Gee, right. Ava, why do you get two corn dogs? One for each hand. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the. The man, the fire breather, who's cooking the hot dogs, blows on both of them to give them a bit of a crispy finish, then hands them over to you. Amazing! Mm -hmm. <laughs> that unsanitary, but I mean, it was fire, so... Mm. Kills all the bacteria! Oh, okay, well... I, mean, I need to keep up my strength for busting open this case. Mm -hmm. I mean, story. <laughs> so, yeah, proceeding uh, through the city streets, you eventually find your way to the big top. And heading inside, you can see that, once again, it is basically, you know, exactly like a circus Big Top would be, with all sorts of animals walking about and stuff. You pass by a couple of carts containing uh, wild animals, like one with a pair of camels, and one with a gorilla, and his name labeled Mojo above it. And he just watches you guys eat it. Is there anyone, like, moving these carts? Uh, no. There are a couple guys that seem to be, like, animal handlers nearby just talking to each other and smoking a cigarette. That That is a very circus thing. Mm. I'll walk up with him. Hey, so, uh, you guys, I assume, are work here or whatever? Yeah. We're looking for, uh, the, the ringmaster. Oh, Miss Averly. Uh, yeah. Head down that way, take a left. Uh, yeah, the ring will be in there. She'll be found pretty much there at all times. Cool, okay. Uh, second question, where are your dinosaurs? We... they look at each other a bit confused for a sec. I'm sorry, we don't have dinosaurs at this circus. Okay, this world sucks. Oh, let's go. Ah, finally we agree on something. <laughs> okay, so as you guys head through to the the ring, which is it, it's easily the size of a football stadium in here, mm -hmm. and looking around at all at the thousands, literal thousands of seats that are in attendance, you can see a few uh, figures gathered together at the center of the very busy ring. A couple of people who seem to be stationary despite all of the animals and people uh, performing various acts around them. Which one of them has the biggest hat? Um, yeah, that would be the woman in the center of the ring. Hmm. So, as you guys walk up to her, she seems to be con uh, consorting with this very tall, muscular man next to her. She turns around, and at this point you can see that she has a very large and impressive beard and mustache. And she's dressed in a ringmaster's, uh, ringmaster's clothing, so basically a full-on tux with all sorts of lapels and ribbons uh, pinned to it, very bright red and yellow colors, and an enormous top hat perched on top of her head. But is her top hat bigger than my top hat? Yes. Oh. So, you cannot out ringmaster the ringmaster. So, I'm gonna like her. She looks over all of you. You must be the specialist sent here. What gave it away? Mm. A good ringmaster can always tell when folks from outside of their circus are here. Now then, Susanna Averly, and you would be Abraham Holabia. Uh, name's uh, Morgan Morris. <clears throat> Estella. Ava. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Estella. Mm. And I'm Ava Gale. Maybe you've seen my show. I can't say that I have. I apologize. Uh, we are not used to circuses from outside of our dimension, so to speak. Ah, uh, yes. Um... We had to call them, like, worlds, maybe? Mm. Or, like, towns, maybe? Well, let's not get hung up on semantics. You all are here because we're facing a bit of a crisis at the moment. Yeah, something about laser weapons. Yes. Well, um, for that, I suppose I should inform you a bit of the history of this ordeal, so to speak. There's um, politics involved with this that... Oh, great. Clown mm. politics. Ooh, Circus politics. Is there really any difference from regular politics? Corrupt politicians? No. Vote-fixing? No. Intimidation tactics? Terrorism. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get that all the time in the real world. This sucks. <laughs> now, uh, she gathers you around a table where a couple of other people are, and they seem to be looking over maps of what is, you assume to be the city. So, 
Uh, Everything's so round. No. It's just tense. And at this, she goes up to the very tall man that you saw her speaking to before. This is my second-hand man, Cornwallis. And as you look him over, he's dressed in the customary onesie of a circus strongman with a large and corn mustache. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty funny name. <laughs> I want to say, wait, sorry. Cornwallis. Cornwallis. Are you quite finished? And he's pretty cool, man, I gotta tell you. Thank you. It's fun to say. <laughs> he smiles a bit at that underneath his mustache. I must admit, I enjoy having it. Now, as for the events which have been going on, I'm not sure if you realize, but five years ago, or to be more precise, 12 years ago, a war began here in Circus World. Essentially, there were two major circuses that went to war against each other, and as a result, more circuses were dragged into it until it was the Great Circus War, as it is now referred to. The Circus War to end all wars? Yes. And may there never be another like it in its time. And at this, all everybody bows their heads respectfully in silence. Uh, what... I'll play the kazoo, but like sad. A like... sad slide whistle. <laughs> yeah. And he then continues... One of the uh, countries involved in this war was the Cirque du Magnifique, uh, known for it being one of the greatest mime circuses in all of the world. My god. Yes. Essentially, the, those that belonged to the Alliance, as we called it, those that was the opposing side, they believed that circuses should have very specific acts and not include all of them, so to speak. They were very problematic. Seclusive, you might say. And as. Yeah, that's the word I would use. Mm. I love it. And Do you love that word, Cornwallis? Could I continue the story, please? Sorry. <laughs> now. Sorry, Cornwallis. It's alright. As for the. <laughs> now, we went to war against the Cirque de Magnifique, and many lives were lost during the conflict, and eventually the war was ended five years ago, as the Cirque de Magnifique was the last circus country to hold out until the end. However, it was ended when we dropped a PMD upon them. Oh. A pie of mass destruction. Mm. We can't, we can't leave when the fuck we leave this whole fucking so, stupid. Um, <laughs> the dumbest shit I ever heard. The our top clown scientists were able to devise a PMD of unsurpassed magnitude, the first of its kind. We dubbed it the Fat Clown. It was a banana cream pie two miles in diameter, and it was dropped on the capital of the Cirque de Magnifique. Uh, although many lives were lost that day, many li more lives would have been lost if the war was allowed to continue. So, although it was a divisive act to many, it did stop the war. And life has largely continued, well, back to normal as it were, with many people picking up after the war was ended, rebuilding the cities and the homes that had been lost. But recently, we've been suffering attacks in this city from mine terrorists. How do you know it's them? Because they're mimes. Is, is that, like, racist? Well, are mimes we have, a race? We've learned that the Yes, they are a race here in Circus World. Wow. They belong to, they belong to an organization calling themselves the Sons of Silence. <laughs> we believe... How do you know? How do you know they call themselves that? They're mimes. They we write have, themselves. They style themselves. <laughs> we've discovered handwritten notes. <laughs> oh. Yes. I can't seem like cheating, but whatever, I guess. Mm. Not my thing, I'm not a mime. Yes, well, nevertheless, uh, we have seen them using weaponry not familiar to this world, as it were. Strange weapons. They seem to be of a technology far beyond our own, and they fire lasers of high intensity that can vaporize a target on contact. <clears throat> it's very non-circusy, as it were, not humorous or entertaining in the slightest. Uh, yes, yeah, other not... people's pain's kind of delightful in a certain way. He gives you an odd expression. <laughs> what, you can't say you honestly laughed at some dude getting kicked in the junk? At this point, two of the clowns, and one of them boots the other one in the junk as hard as he can. See, hilarious! <laughs> and everybody laughs at the table, or, alright, alright. That, yes, thank you, Boggles, that's enough. Um, uh, but... He's the Secretary of Defense. <laughs> <laughs> now... Uh, we believe that they are trying to take some form of retribution upon us for the losses they suffered during the war. Imposing more of their mime ideology onto us forcefully, as it were. And again, again, how do they do that? They can't talk. They don't need to. 
their lasers do the talking for them. Okay. You haven't. You, you, Morgan, of all people, should realize the most powerful spell, gun. I do love guns. As I like, <laughs> take, out my, take out my shotgun, like stroking it. Uh, it's made of balloons in this world. No, it's always a gun. <laughs> well, the, at, my special case. at this, Cornwallis then directs you over to a map laid out on the table. These, he points to a number of locations, are some of the buildings that have been targeted in the last week. They seem to be mostly balloon stands, interestingly enough, as well as cotton candy stalls. <clears throat> and do you have a theory about this? He shakes his head. Not in the slightest. That's why we were hoping you could come in and hopefully have some idea as to what's going on. I'm going to roll for a vision spell to see if I might be able to like portend something about either their next target or why these targets in particular. Mm. Wow. Two, four, six, nine. Okay. So that's a success, John? No, now I've got to make the spell. Okay. Oh, nine letters. Yeah, so we have a T. We have an L. We have another T. Uh Uh-oh. We have an E. We have another L. We have an A. We have another E. We have a W. And we have another E. Oh god. I think you have tattled, don't you? No, he needs three. I need three two you need three D Oh no. Um, I've got Tello. Um, how long is this the power? Uh I believe we agreed on a minute. Yeah, okay. Um uh, Ready, go. Tell T well? Like a wishing well? <laughs> uh I got Tell. You have, mm. you have eat. Mm, you no, have, I think, you think he'll go with Yeah, because I don't really have anything else. Unless I can turn this into an M. That, that is what I'm doing. But yeah, no, I think just tell works. Alright. So yeah. Um, you do Oh. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, I will use uh, the spell tell mm. to basically be like, see, what what do these locations tell me about their minutes? Alright. Uh, do they you, speak? <laughs> you peer closely and it's... You see that these... As you look over these stores and these stalls, you immediately get a sense they're gathering something. Ingredients for something nefarious. But they've needed sugar and helium. Hmm. Looks like they're trying. So I like. So the way that Abraham casts this is he sort of goes over the map and, like, you know, his eyes roll back as he sort of starts sort of like moving his hand across the different pictures. And when he comes out of the trance, it's like, hmm. They seem to be gathering materials. So far, all they have are sugar and helium. Yon Cornwallis, I'm not exactly an expert in clown-based weaponry, but is there something that they could build using these, or something that they could use given another ingredient? He scratches his chin for a moment. I can't say. No, this isn't making any sense. He takes a look over at a few of the clowns gathered. And... Also point, uh, taking a point to get Tell as a spell. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Alright, he looks over at the various clowns gathered. Jingles, Mr. Rainbow, Big Henry, is there anything that you know about? And they all look to each other and, No, I can't say for certain, boss. Jeez, that, that's, a, that's well beyond our capabilities. Not even Big Henry? <laughs> Not even Big Henry. But he's so big. <laughs> and sadly, yes, the size of his body also is associated with the size of his brain. Big? He has gigantism of the mind. This poor man is going to die. <laughs> His brain's too big, his body can't support it. Even this is beyond the thing that happens. See, it ain't so, Cornwallis. Please, Cornwallis, <laughs> tell me! Cornwallis. Cornwallis! <laughs> What's your last name, Cornwallis? Mm. For the record. Wallace Corn. <laughs> Wallace Corn. <laughs> Cornwallis D'Artagnan. Nah, How I do like you spell that? I like Cornwallis more. <laughs> <laughs> So they need raw materials for something, which last stands to be that they would be attacking something else that could get them raw materials. I don't know, some kind of bomb, like sugar bomb? Mm, then helium bomb? What about like a big balloon that shoots like sugar at people? I don't know. Certainly possible. Anything is in this godforsaken universe. God's forsaken universe. What if they were making a balloon to dump hot oil on people? They could be attacking friars next. That's not a bad idea, actually, Estelle. So, like, what we post up? Do we, like, pretend to be, like, a stall owner? Friars. And, like... I wonder. Deep-fried corn dogs. They're already <laughs> deep-fried. 
That's the that's the corn, the crunchy exterior. But double fried. <laughs> oh, now we're getting into the decadence. Hmm. We wouldn't have. We can't nearly manage to do that without arising some suspicion. Really, they're mine. They should stick out here like a sore thumb. Anyway, Cornwallis, is there anything else you can tell us about these attacks that might help us find out? I'm assuming you don't want us to just stage a one-man, a one-party invasion of a sovereign country. Mm. Circus, whatever you call it. Unfortunately, this is all the information we have at this time. And he gestures over the map. These are a list of the locations that were attacked. And we've also circled a number of other places that are helium and uh, cotton candy-based stalls, just in case... Yeah, they were to repeat their patterns. Mm. Let's go interview some. Okay, more so have they been stalls. attacking multiple? Uh, yes. Okay, so they might also. Did they attack like one than the other, or have they been like mixing? Uh, they've been going back and forth. Uh, basically, it's one than the other, then possibly two in a row. It's been going on for about two weeks now. Okay. Mm. Any like uh, correlation on like time? Like, are they always in the same part of the day? Or is it the same no. area? Seems, what about, like, what about like a, can we draw, like, a circle or something? We've tried that. There are no correlation between the time of day or the location. Hmm. Okay. Uh, which... Are there any other balloon or con candy places they haven't hit yet? He points to them on the map. Okay. How many are there? Is there a lot? Uh, three. Okay. Hmm. Well, we could reasonably split up. Yeah. Does anyone have any way of contacting us in the event that, um, well, I suppose we do all have magic? Do, do I get reception here? Um, yeah, I'll say so. <laughs> wow, I got like four bars. Hmm. We all pull out our cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> How do you guys do phone stuff here? Well, this isn't the Snow Ages. Um, cell phones are, you know, a, var- a vital part of technology nowadays. And at this point, all of the clowns uh, start pulling out oversized cell phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. The big brick phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they so all just one of them is pulls lit- out her hand like I don't have a yeah. cell phone. One, right. of the, one of the clowns literally pulls out a brick with a but- bunch of buttons taped onto it. <laughs> it's not Big Henry though, right? No, Big, big Henry's Henry. far too smart. For big Henry's far too intelligent. <laughs> yes, he's all his fault. They call it the Razor. <laughs> no, you don't right. think sharp. Big Henry's cell phone is comically undersized. Yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> that's very tiny. Well, yeah. then we'll have to split up. Estelle, you'll have to come with one of us, since you have no way of communicating otherwise. I wrap my arm around Estelle's, uh, around Estelle's neck, like, neck and Ava. I should go with Ava, because you can defend yourself. And But I want, but I want to. She's so cute. Look at her little stabby goblin. Estelle just wants to be where the action is. She knows that if she comes with me, she'll be getting an exclusive. I mean, Come on, so let's you can go. shoot things and he can steal souls. <clears throat> Somebody needs to protect Ava. <clears throat> You're right. Fair point. I have all the protection of my conviction. Yes, but I have I have I have a sword and she pulls out the imaginary sword. <laughs> it vi- it like violently vibrates in this world. <laughs> just put that put just put that pet. <laughs> All right, we're oh, gonna... I wouldn't get too close to that if I were you. It tends to have bad effects on regular people. Yeah, but I'm not made of math. You think you aren't, but in reality, it's you just, are. It goes to pull the sword. <laughs> All right, fine. Live in your ignorance. So... I don't know. I managed to get to the to the imaginary. You never did that. Never. <laughs> Old man grumbling. The secret is you don't use math. You gotta cheat. <laughs> <laughs> So at this, uh, looking over all, uh, over all of you, Susanna seems satisfied. Alright, it seems as though you all have your directives and an idea of where to go. We wish you the absolute best of fortunes. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yeah, and hopefully nothing bad happens or some such whatever. <laughs> okay, so with that, uh, you guys are going to go to some of these stakeout points then. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, so what's our distribution like? Is it like... Two balloon stands and one cotton candy stand? Yeah, it seems to be about that. Alright. So, uh, yeah, Zelda will ask Ava, uh, which stand do you want to go to? Where is the action? Balloons. Uh, hmm, very colorful, lots of movement. That'll look good. But cotton candy, you know. Hmm, hmm. 
Yeah, let's go for the blue. <laughs> cotton candy. Okay. Cotton candy. Along the way, uh, before he leaves. By the way, where is the closest place that I may get a bag of mini donuts? Oh. Uh, he just points over <laughs> to the side. a lot of years ago. Too addictive. They're a controlled <laughs> substance. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, this is a God's forsaken place. <laughs> now I really want mini donuts. <laughs> there are many stands along Main Street. There should be a mini donut stand. Yes, I believe it's owned by... Yes, Wingo's Donuts is just down the street from here. I'll take your word for it. Okay. All right. Goodbye, Cornwallis. Goodbye, court guy beside Cornwallis. Goodbye, other guy beside Cornwallis. <laughs> Goodbye, Cornwallis's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Goodbye, person speaking to Cornwallis. So you guys. Goodbye, person grabbing me and getting me away from Cornwallis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It. Yeah. It's another person who Cornwallis briefly spoke to before they came towards you, grabbed you by the arm, and gently escorted you out of the ring. So. Big Henry, how could you? Big Henry was beside Cornwallis. <laughs> Please, he's big enough that he's beside everybody in that room. So, as you guys uh, head out of the big top, uh, you see, you look down Main Street, and you can see various stalls and stuff, and you see a big sign denoting, yeah, uh, Wingo's Donuts. Hmm. Well then, I suppose we'll all meet up and hopefully manage to find out what the hell's going on. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a date with Destiny. Yeah, you head up to the counter, and you hear a rumbling noise from the back, and then a large bear ambles out from behind, uh, yeah, a flap in the tent, and then dances over to the stall on his hind legs, Mm. and then stops there looking down at you expectantly. I, like, pull out, um, I look for prices for the donuts or something like that. And is circuit's money? Um, it's, 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 it laughs. Oh, I was gonna say, whatever it is, it's very expensive. Actually, (laughs) um, they... Josh gave you a, gave each of you a small collection of surface money before you came in here. It's <laughs> they're raffle tickets. Oh, yeah, or yeah. like little tokens, like yeah. Chuck E. Cheese money. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're Chuck E. Cheese tokens. All right, so I look like for a price. I open up my little coin purse. And it's like, three tokens for a bet. So I put down like nine. Okay. And with that, Ooh. the bear uh, scoops the coin tokens into a large pot. Then. Deposits them in a tiny little pouch at its waist before dancing over to the donut machines and begins gets to work. You couldn't see it, but it's actually on a ball. <laughs> it's you know, it's better than sitting, right? You mm-hmm. know, it's one of those. And as for you guys, so who is heading to the two balloon stands and who's heading to the cotton candy stand? Cotton candy. Okay. Yeah, we're heading to a balloon stand. Alright. And then I'll head to whatever's left. Okay. Since I am caught up getting my donuts. Alright. So, um... Alright. So, for the, you two heading over to one of the balloon stands? Okay, yeah. so, yeah, you head over there and you can see that it is a... Yeah, it appears to be a hand-pushed cart with a whole bunch of balloons on it, as well as, yeah, a very happy-go-lucky clown who's handing out balloons to people as they come past, and eventually he forgets to hold onto the cart, it rises up into the air a bit, then he just quickly grabs onto it, slams it back down. Everybody nearby laughs. Life goes on as usual. Mm. And the days go by. <laughs> Interesting. Um, next is... Um, Morgan. Morgan, thank you. Uh, Morgan, you are also going to a balloon stand? No, I'm going to the cotton candy. Can- cotton candy, okay. So, yeah, the cotton candy stall uh, seems to be operated by a giant elephant, in fact, and... It uh, dips its trunk into the large cotton candy thing, spins it around for a little bit, then it eventually pulls its trunk out with a large blob of cotton candy, then, you know, offers it to the person who then just pulls it off. Okay, I'll walk up to the elephant. Hey, uh, named Morgan. I'm on official business from the Ringmaster. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm gonna assume that's a yes. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna need to commandeer this temporarily, so why don't you take the day off and go do, like... Trunk stuff? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yes. Now, uh... Why don't you just tap the jit? <clears throat> on him. No, he's that... It makes... That thing makes things sentient. It doesn't allow you to speak to animals. He's, yeah, already, he's already sentient. He, he runs a business. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. No. He does his taxes. Yeah. He only speaks elephants. Yeah. You need interpreters. That's so. like saying I go up to someone like that who speaks the language. Make them alive. So they were like, so they speak like me. I don't know. It made the elephant seal speak English. Because it wasn't sentient. It was a big monster. To be fair, this could just be a very well-trained elephant. 
mind. Totally smart. Look, he has glasses on. <laughs> a pair of comically undersized glasses perching on the bridge of its trunk. The elephant reaches over with a trunk and flips a tiny sign on the stand saying, Closed. And then with that, it then takes a small bowler hat from the top of it, uh, the stall, puts it on top of its head, and then ambles away. And by ambles away, you mean it actually rides a unicycle. Nope, nope, nope. We <laughs> oh, yeah. established this in the first session. Yes. Elephants can't ride unicycles. Too many legs. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Mm. Um, they can, however, ride a ball. Yes. So, so I'm going to go... Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go into the stand, flip the sign back to open, and yeah. try and operate the elephant-sized equipment. No, it's, 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 an elephant truck's like not only so like this big, right? Yeah, yeah but it's the height of an elephant. No, no it reached it, it, it reached reach all the way down. down. Oh, so anyway, so I, I reopen it, start the machine up, and two clown children are waiting for some cotton candy. Um, so I will first uh, grab like a ribbon of some kind and then wrap it around my face. Um, and so you look like an elephant? No, but I, I can see through it, but it looks like I'm blindfolded. Um, so I start giving the cotton candy out to the children, but I'm like aiming in the... Hmm. Hey, uh, come on, come on, to Blind Al's uh, favorite cotton candy. Uh, the most defenseless cotton candy stand in all of the Alright. And as you're doing this, let's also go to you, Abraham. Alright, so, so walking down the street with my three bags of mini donuts. Okay, so yeah, you see, um, yeah, this, uh, co- this balloon stand seems to be operated by a pair of acrobats who are doing backflips over each other and leaping into the air to grab balloons by their strings before, yeah, touching down and handing them off to people. Alright, so I decide to blend in. I pull out, like, a deck of tarot cards, mm-hmm. and I'm like... Come one, come all, see the fortune that Abraham the Magnificent will see for you. Mm. At this, a few people catch interesting glances, and mm, one uh, beast tamer child uh, with a, yeah, the beagle that he's currently taming, they come up to you and, can you tell my fortune? Oh, yes. And he, like, pulls out three cards. Hmm, the inverted king. It shows that you have great strength in you. Oh, but boy! if that is not tempered, will be your downfall. What? Death. It's about as bad as it looks here. <laughs> Death. Oh, jeez, you might want to get out of here. <laughs> I thought there was only one of these in the deck. <laughs> oh, boy. This isn't mine. That's what I get for mixing decks. Jeez. The child looks at the deck with a heartbroken expression before starting to cry and running away. Beagle running after him. Hmm. Nah. Nah, I'll have to shuffle this a bit more. So, um, a little bit of time goes by, about half an hour or so, and you guys are camped out in your various spots overlooking stuff, and then, Morgan, as you're handing out the cotton candy things... I keep, I keep, like, holding it to the, like, the left of wherever they are. Is it, yeah, okay, so, yeah, then, uh, the person... Excuse me, look, I, I don't have all day here, okay? I got a show to run in about half an hour, so if you don't mind... Um, I'm sorry, sir, I'm also slightly deaf, in <laughs> addition to being blind. As you're It's sitting- part of my gimmick. Here you go, this one's on the house. I'm like, hold, I'm like pushing it into his face. Yeah. <laughs> he take. T- thank you. And as he walks away behind him, you can see a cloaked figure uh, is the next person in line. <clears throat> oh, well... Good thing I got all this sugar, even though, you know, there ain't anybody around to get any cotton candy. Why don't I start counting it? One big, huge box that's full. Two big, huge boxes that are definitely full. Ooh, this one's more full than the other one. And at this point, you hear a... And you see a... Yeah. The barrel of some futuristic pistol pointed at your chest, and the barrel is beginning to glow green. Huh? What's that? And looking up, I you see beneath the, fi- beneath the hood is the face of an angry mime. Okay. Face painted white with a pair of vertical black lines down his eyes and a, ti- a pair of tiny red bows on his lips. Okay. So um, I'm going to duck. I'm going to feel comically like, like ooh, oh no, I've, <clears throat> I've dropped my wallet. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Hey, I've, uh, I even dropped my, oh, uh, my, my stuff's on the floor. I better, better reach down. And uh, at that point, I have, I uh, put my hand onto the handle of the shotgun, which is angled upwards <laughs> underneath the thing, and I'm fired through the bottom of the, okay. of the cotton roll, candy thing. Roll for gun. 
Uh, I'm gonna roll to shoot, which is my spell. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I think you have to roll defense first. Yes. Okay. So, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. So what do I, how many do I roll? Uh, whatever the mimes, uh... Whatever the... the impulse. Yeah, whatever the, the impulse for that specific that you think they would be defending with. I'm gonna go with nerve. Okay. Uh, wait, how, what is, what's your roll? What's your highest? Five. Okay. Because if you had gotten multiple sixes, you could have, like... Uh, reduce Joey's dice roll. Yeah. Okay, but he still beats me though, right? Yeah, yep. just highest. Okay, so, as if sensing something, as you duck, leap down, and pull the trigger of the blunderbuss, the mime immediately leaps out of the way, rolling, and as you... He doesn't pull up an invisible wall? Yeah, the bullets uh, fly up into the air, and as you watch from beneath your blindfold, several other hooded figures around the square are now pulling out weapons of their own, throwing their cloaks off to reveal that they are in fact mines, and they begin firing wildly at the buildings surrounding them, and screams fill the air as explosions are heard. Hmm. Okay. Are you going to call us that? Can we blind? Are we close enough that we can hear this going on? Yeah. Uh, Each of you, it'll take about... Two, yeah, one round to get there. All right, so like, okay, quick question: We yeah. were at a balloon tent. Did Estella get a balloon sword? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm adding. <laughs> Is it deflated? No, it's just. No, a it's a balloon sword. Yeah, yeah but it's, but like, how are you gonna store it? A balloon sword get you don't have like a bag of holding, right? No, it goes on the bandolier. Yeah. Okay. It, it can fold up. It's a balloon sword. They're real light. Yeah. yeah. Get into a hat. So like, Abraham hears the gunshots. He's like, oh, better wrap this up. Death, death, death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he heads out. The, the trick is, the entire deck is death in one game. Yes. <laughs> yep. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.